Reopening Delaware, a special presentation of The Rick Jensen Show on WDEL. Join us now as we navigate the future of our state through and beyond the COVID-19 crisis. Here's Rick Jensen. At the beginning of the pandemic, the president and Congress said, okay, if we're going to force people to shelter at home, we need to help them out. And I like to think of it as returning you some of your tax dollars. But around the country, including Delaware, these departments of unemployment benefits uh, were not ready for the the onslaught. Here in Delaware, there were 10 people actually working with generally like, you know, 500 a week or something like that. And seven people behind them who were checking the work and making sure everything was fine. But then you have tens of thousands of people saying, oh, I need unemployment benefits. And then boom. Then, of course, you had the pandemic unemployment assistance, the PUA. And what happened here in Delaware is Daryl Scott, your director of Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Office, went and started hiring more people, more people. Of course, what you don't know about is the bureaucracy and all the paperwork and everything that had to go uh, in front of all those requests and get the money to pay people, new computers, phones, and an office space. I mean, it was incredible uh, the amount of work they still have to do in order to do this for you. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because after the news at 1 o'clock, Every Tuesday, and then to be repeated, 10.30 in the morning uh, on Wednesdays, is Daryl Scott is on the phone, and he takes your calls, answers your questions, and helps you out at 302-529-1017. It's live on Tuesdays afternoon at 1 o'clock, 302-529-1017. Still, I'm getting emails from people who are frustrated, wondering what's going on with their unemployment benefits, and uh, often it's something that the team has to uh, investigate and find out what went wrong. In the meantime, uh, Daryl, isn't it great, though, that we get emails from Eloise, uh, Chiara, James, Belinda, and others saying thank you, thank you so much, able to get their unemployment benefits, where in for weeks, if not months, they'd have a hard time getting through to the team. And that's why I volunteer, use my email, rick at wdel.com. I get it in front of Daryl. Daryl takes it to the team. But still, you've got, what, a little over 100 people there working on thousands of accounts, Daryl. And um, it's it's just a real challenge for them to take the time to make phone calls while they're trying to research all this stuff. But the team's doing a, a real good job considering what they have. And I'm curious, Daryl. Um, how many more people are you looking to hire in addition to what we have right now? So one, it's always great to, uh, to be on and to take the questions, the, and especially to hear of the success stories, because the team, as I've shared with you, the team behind me is doing incredible work to try and work through the, the backlog. Uh, I was just thinking, you know, we, we currently are in a space, uh, again, sort of a space crunch. We we leased a new facility to hire 60, you know, to support 60 additional people, and we've filled that space. Um, as people leave, we continue to hire, but we're beginning to look at where we're going to put some more people um, because um, the work is not ending, right? We, we still have a backlog of thousands of claims that require review and determination of eligibility uh, with the governor's recent announcement of um, – Reduce capacity for restaurants and bars. We anticipate uh, an increase in claim volume again. And as everybody knows, Delaware is not immune to the the effects of the uh, COVID pandemic. And if claims, you know, or if cases increase, we would expect uh, potentially our claim volume to increase as well. So I can't answer your question about how many. We're currently trying to figure out where where we're going to put them and um, and just make sure we maintain the team and the numbers that we. 
we have. So, so what is the most common mistake people make? They get frustrated. They can't get their uh, they they get a generic letter email back and says yep. we're working on this yada yada yada. But there is a problem, and quite often it seems to me, having listened to you over these months, that people are making common mistakes that prevent them from getting their benefits. They are so so as people have returned to work. You know, we find that, um, well, and, and with a new claim or somebody who is reopening a claim, if they're, if they're displaced because of COVID or, you know, they're laid off and they indicate lack of work, that, that's one of the, we, we have a certain number of items from which to select. And if they don't overthink it and one of those categories fits, they can answer it. Depending on the answer, their claim may be processed a little more quickly than others. If they end up selecting other and typing in, comment they're they're going to their claims going to be reviewed right so if somebody gets laid off but they choose other and say reduce work because of covid the system can't discern that right and and sort of decipher it so one is don't overthink it but one if you're so answer the questions correctly um if you worked for part of the week that you submit your first certification. So we've gone through this. If you work Monday, Tuesday, get laid off on Wednesday, uh-huh. when you submit your weekly certification on Sunday, we're expecting you to report wages because you're reporting wages for the prior week. And it's not when you get paid, it's when you earn them. So we find that people, um, you know, they, they don't report wages the first week. Um, they're, typing in text rather than making a selection from the the list that's applicable. Um, People still forget to do weekly certifications. This is a two-step process. You file your initial claim, and then on a weekly basis, you submit your weekly certification, and you need to continue submitting weekly certifications until we make a determination on your claim. And as long as you're unemployed, keep making that uh, that weekly certification. And, yeah, that makes that other, kind of makes sense. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Daryl. And so, and the last one is the common one we've talked about before on able and available. One of the underlying core components of the unemployment program is you have to be able and available to work. Yeah. And we'll we'll discuss COVID le- later. But the question asks: Are you able and available to work? And and again, if you're physically and mentally able to work, you answer yes. If you're injured you know, or unable to work for other reasons and answer the question correctly and we'll have somebody review the claim. But yeah, able to work comments. means if somebody offered you a job, could you do it? And the Correct. answer is yes. Okay, you're able able to work, yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's get right to the phones. Three oh two five two nine one one seven five two nine one oh one seven. Cheryl. Get a line one. Cheryl say hi to Daryl. Hi Daryl, how are you? I'm doing well, Cheryl. How are you? I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. Thank you for being on, and, and thank you, Rick, for having him on, because it's, I think it's helped a lot of people to get through. You know, at least they can talk to someone. Yep. Um, one of my girlfriends says she talked with someone yesterday on the uh, 761-8000, and I tried today. I didn't get anyone on that line, and I'm like, what is going on? You know, I can't get talk to anyone as yet on the line, um, but I did call uh, Rick and asked him earlier where you want to be on because I missed you for the last two weeks. So what is going and, on with the phone number then, Daryl? So one, I, I was just, when she said seven six one eight thousand. so I think that is a general de- uh, Department of Labor number. The number for our hotline is 761-8446. And 
I see the the weekly call reports. We still occasionally have more calls than than we can handle, but the team is doing a better job, you know, every day of answering more calls. And so, um, I'm sorry. Let's see. Did I give you? I'm just looking at seven six one eight four four six. Yeah. Um, okay. My my someone was listening on my team and emailed me twice, and I thought I misread the number. So. Um, but but that's the number that you can get through to our our uh, staff. We we have a couple things going on. One, we've got a call center that's supporting us. Uh, they try and answer as many questions as they call, they can. Uh, depending on the situation, there are certain situations that they'll transfer a call to a person um, to escalate the call. But in all cases, they capture the call information, and if they don't transfer it live, they escalate it through uh, through a tracking system we've we've implemented. All right, so don't use another number then, uh, Cheryl. It's a seven six one eight four four six, right? Yes. And my other question was, um, thank you for the number. My other question yeah. was, I just, I received two uh, letters from you after we talked like uh, three weeks ago, a notice okay. of monetary determination, and I never received a check or anything as yet. So, have you done your weekly certifications each week since you filed your I claim? Have. I think I missed. I think because of the frustration, I missed like two weeks of it because I I got so, frustrated back in September, and okay. I think I stopped. But then I continued after that because someone said, "No, keep putting them in," and yep. I think I started putting them back in. You know, the uh, the end of September, I started putting them back in because I kind of okay. got frustrated. The last check I received was in I think August, and okay. when I hit the button, the when they said, um, "Did you get called in back to work?" Well, my they asked, they called me and asked me that I want to come go into the schools. I said, I can't go in, but I can do virtual into the schools. And so they accepted that because I have seasonal asthma. Okay. So, Cheryl, do this. Um, email Rick, R-I-C-K at W-D-E-L dot com. The, the, the fact that you missed um, or may have missed a couple of weeks could be mm-hmm. that you're out of sequence, right? So the system... Um, so the, the, we'll, we'll need to look at that and include in there why. So, again, include in the email what you just said on uh, a minute ago about your inability to work, why you're unemployed, um, okay. so that I can get it to somebody to review. Oh, for seasonal asthma. asthma. Uh-huh. I have yeah. seasonal asthma and a back issue. So, And then they said, uh, can I come in? Can I do virtual? And I said, sure, I can do virtual at any time. That's not a problem. Okay. So they're going to be calling me for a virtual you know, because um, I've been in the school system for a while. Okay. Yeah, so shoot Rick an email uh, with that information, and um, I'll have somebody take a look at the claim. All right, good luck, Cheryl. Okay. God bless. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you. And Cheryl, thank you, thank you for the kind words. I, I really appreciate that. Yep. Yes, thank you for a good job, uh, Rick and Daryl. Thank you very much. Thank have you. a good holiday. Thank you. you too. Thank you. We, we got a good job there, Daryl. Yeah. There's a good boy. Who's a good boy? You're the good boy. All right, let's get... <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh let's get to uh Donald uh, five two nine one oh one seven with Daryl Scott. Hey Donald, say hi to Daryl. Hello, Daryl. Hey Donald. I've uh I've talked to you twice on the radio so far. And okay. I I after the first time I got a notice that I was gonna get receive it in my account and yeah. it never came. I have sent now I was off from March sixteenth to June seventeenth and uh, applied each one of those weeks, but I I never received anything. And every time I was trying to call your office, I was using 8391. 
So I was never getting a return call. Okay. I wanted to find out what was wrong with my claim. See, I went back to work on June 17th, but I never received anything, and it would help. And I remember, so I remember, uh, I apologize, I, I talked over you. I was going to say, I remember speaking uh, speaking on the radio, but I, and I know I spoke to somebody on the team because I seem to recall us talking about your claim specifically because of the fact that you, you know, you were back to work, right? And and I got asked a question about, well, he's back to work. I'm like, yeah, but that's not the issue. The issue is he was unemployed from March to, you know, to June. So I... Excuse me a minute. The March yeah. 10th was a mistake because what I was thinking, that's what it was. And then I called and asked. I called both of the, the my employers and asked, and I was off from March 16th. So them first two weeks were were wrong. You know, okay. from I, it was the 16th that they shut down, and then the 17th we opened back up again. Okay. Yeah, I'm a blacksmith for the racetrack. Okay, so let me do this. I again, I'm just looking at. It. So, did you sign up for direct deposit or did you get a debit card? Do you recall? I signed up for direct deposit. Okay, so Donald, if you'll do this, shoot Rick another email, r i c k at w d e l dot com, and let me have somebody look at it again and see what may still be the issue. And and I promise we'll get somebody to reach out to you and tell you if there's any issues and what we need to do to get it corrected. That's that's all I needed. Somebody to reach out to me and explain what's going on. Thank you. Yeah. You so uh, with the email, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. On the email, of course, you know it's Rick at wdel dot com. But st- even though you have emailed before, please include your full name, phone number, last four only, the last four of social security number, and any claim numbers you have. That'll make it easier for the team members to uh, to get on this. And and Daryl, I think what he really wants more than anything else is a phone call. It's so hard to get a hold of somebody on the phone, yep. you know. Yeah, so it, I understand. Yeah, no, right. but we will. We we will. I mean, I, I'm getting some notes that my team is indicating they think that the claim has been paid. But we'll have somebody call you because if you request a direct deposit and you didn't get it, we'll we'll investigate to see whether there was an issue there. Yeah, see, the claim hadn't because when I call, when I call and they say, yeah, when I call. To find out what's going on with it, they say we have no uh, no information on your social security number or your claim number. Uh, uh, well, that's shoot. what I get. You know. You know no, no. I, I, and again, I apologize. So shoot Rick an email. Let me have somebody follow up, and they'll reach out to you. I'll I'll shoot him everything, and we'll see what happens. There you go. Thank, Thank you, Don. You very much. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, Don. Um, you know, what do you do about that, Daryl? I mean, seriously, um, you have uh, just over 100 people who are working there in these, in these cases. And how many thousands of cases are you working on? Well, we've, we've got tens of thousands of cases that are still being worked on. We have, we have a, less than 10,000 that require a review for determination. As you and I have talked, there's more than 10,000 claims where people filed but never submitted a weekly certification. And, and if they reopen their claim and request backdating, that, that requires review by a deputy. Um, it, just to tell you, I've got 55 people in the call center working to answer the phones and manage the chat lines. And we've got more than 50 people processing claims and about 40, more than 40 or roughly 40 people doing the adjudication. So we've, as you said, you know, we had seven people doing adjudication and seven to 10 people doing claims. 
you know, we significantly increased those numbers and added people in the call center to try and answer questions about uh, the status of claims and answer, you know, yeah. again, answer questions that they may be uh, uh, trying to get, to, you know, get as a part of their uh, claims processing. And then you get, well, I get emails and then you get them too uh, that are very frustrating. For example, I got this one uh, from uh, a listener. I was in the PUA system until October 4th. Received a message to go back to UI claims and refile over there. Sadly, when I contacted the PUA call center to inquire more, they gave me misinformation, told me it was an error message, but when I saw I could no longer file PUA in the following week, I went and filed back in UI department and still yet to receive any funds whatsoever. People, uh, sometimes we get emails like this, Daryl, where it's like a personal ping pong. Well, so that's a that's a situation that we're dealing with. So the the as part of the CARES Act program, if you're in PUA or in PEUC or receiving extended benefits, every quarter we're required to reevaluate your claim to see if you qualify for a traditional UI claim. So it's 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 required by sort of the U.S. Department of Labor for us to do that. Now, what we try and do is we do some analysis Mm -hmm. to try and say, okay, Rick's in PUA, but Rick doesn't have any wages. So there's no reason to tell Rick to go file a claim only, you know, to bring him back. So we we try and narrow the list of people that are subjected to that process to those that have wages in the the traditional UI system. And, And the reason this happens is, you know, employers report wages to us on a quarterly basis. And um, again, it, that that eligibility period rolls, you know, from from period to period. So in October 4, we added new wages. And that's that's the process that that person was required to go through. The challenge, you know, when we started this, you had very few people on PUA and, and PEUC and EB. Right now, I've got about 17,000 people Hmm. that are receiving benefits through those programs. So in January, and we're already talking about this, in January we have to analyze those claims and try and figure out which of them may have to reapply for traditional unemployment benefits. So it's um, it sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> managing it. It, it, it it's, it's difficult. It's one of the things that we're trying to figure out how do we m- communicate with individuals that are affected by that process so they can navigate it and as you can imagine, that forces us to look at, you know, potentially five to 10,000 more claims that were already being paid that we have to revisit and, and analyze again. So, so uh, how, how many pages of this stuff do you have to actually memorize to be able to do this job? I'm thinking <laughs> th- this, every time we talk, though, there's uh, there's a little new nugget of information. I'm thinking, wow, um, how, how how much do you actually have to learn? I know you put people through training and all this, but yeah. uh, is there just one manual that's like a thousand pages long for this stuff? So no, there's yeah, probably well, several. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and the thing that we're trying to do because of the complexity, as we've hired new people and we implemented a new system, we are able to define the task a little better. Mm-hmm. So that a new person may not be doing the complete claims processing, but they're able to answer or process certain types of claims. And then we have our mo- most senior and tenured individuals working on some of the more complex issues. The, 
the, the, the bigger challenge is we're still getting claims that are, you know, claim volume that's two to three times more than normal than prior to the pandemic. And then you have these quarterly processes that we have to run that add to the workload uh, on the team. And so uh, I wish we had a more automated system and we'll work toward that in the future. Uh, and we're going to continue to work on our communication to try and help people navigate uh, unemployment because as you've learned over the months, it's it's a little Greek, right? It's a it, little. It really is. It's, it's a challenge. And we'll leave with good news. So, yeah, if you have a problem with unemployment and you couldn't get on the phone today, email Rick R I C K at wdel dot com. Have your full name, phone number, last four of your social. I don't ever want to see anyone's full social security number. Uh, I've deleted them. And uh, also any claim numbers you got, Rick at WDL.com. I'll get them in front of Daryl. And I want to leave with this. This is from Valerie. Good afternoon, sirs. It is with a humble heart that I say thank you for all the assistance that you have provided to me. I was informed that I will now be receiving my benefits. And for that, I am forever grateful. Thank you. God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving. So I wanted to share that with you from Valerie. That with you, not only you, Daryl, but also the team as well. That's a great way to end our call today. Thank you very much. This has been a special presentation of Reopening Delaware. Stay here for continuing coverage on The Rick Jensen Show, right here on 1150 AM and 1017 FM, WDEL.